What a whirlwind of a few days it has been. I'm Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. It's great to be with you, and you know, I'm doing this show right now, and I have no idea. Is the whole world going to change in the next five minutes? Am I going to post this show on the podcast, and it's going to be like, wow, that was old news in a half hour? I have no idea, but I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. I'm letting it rip because, well, I I can't wait. I can't wait to figure out what Oklahoma's going to do. I can't wait to find out whether or not Matt Campbell is going to leave for Notre Dame. I don't know. So we're just going to roll with this and see where it takes us. But I hope you're doing well, by the way. we got a Big 12 championship game coming up here on Saturday. Oklahoma State Baylor will be previewing that. Uh, this week here on the show. Can't wait to do that as well. But let's talk about the craziness that is the coaching carousel and start off with Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley, I lost an enormous amount of respect for that guy in terms of how all this went down with USC, the LSU rumors, Oklahoma, a ton of respect for Lincoln Riley. You know, I never really felt much of a a connection with Lincoln Riley as a media member. Now, I wasn't covering Lincoln Riley on a daily basis on the beat, as they say in the business. But, you know, at Big 12 Media Days, Big 12 Championships, things like that, I covered him. And he was was kind of like the new age coach where there was not much personality, um, not much information, very guarded protecting what he knew he wanted to protect and who he wanted to protect, and he wasn't a great soundbite. And that's fine, but that's why, you know, I always appreciated the Mike Gundys and the Gary Pattersons of the world because those guys were willing to just talk off the cuff and let it rip in a way that um, other folks were not willing to do. More of the new age guys are not as willing to do that. That's not the case with some of the more old-school guys like a Gary Patterson was or a a Mike Gundy is. And you learn to appreciate that more over time. But anyway, I I just never felt the connection to Lincoln Riley, but I always thought he was a stand-up guy. You know, I always thought that Lincoln Riley was the kind of guy who wouldn't do exactly what he did. Not saying he can't leave Oklahoma. Let's make that very clear. He can leave Oklahoma. Now, he's the first coach to leave Oklahoma for a college job. Since, what, Jim Tatum back in 1947, that worked out okay. OU hired Bud Wilkinson, who won a bunch of national titles. But either way, it's not that he can't leave Oklahoma. It's how he left Oklahoma. It's how it all went down. It's reports that LSU, this comes from Mike Lombardi, NFL insider, who said on his podcast that LSU hired caterers for Sunday, this past Sunday, because they expected to introduce Lincoln Riley as their next head coach. I'm all for getting whatever you can get in the free market in the open market. I really am. I really am. But, boy, the way that this thing played out just stinks to high heaven, and it does not make Lincoln Riley look good, especially when you've got the L.A. Times reporting this has been going on, this courtship has been going on for months Not weeks, months. And it makes you wonder, by the way, how engaged was Lincoln Riley in this season for the Oklahoma Sooners? How committed was he this season for the Oklahoma Sooners? I believe those are fair questions to ask right now. 
I do. I mean, he, he seemed kind of distracted on and off throughout the year. And is it all tied to this? Not unreasonable to think that it is at all. And you're sitting here now as an Oklahoma fan, and you're saying, what the heck just happened? I mean, that has got to be, by the way, one of the worst 24-hour stretches in Oklahoma Sooners history. You lose Bedlam, and then your coach, who you thought was going to be around for a decade or two, like the previous guy, leaves you for not the Dallas Cowboys, but the USC Trojans. Now, I get why Lincoln did it. I really do understand why Lincoln did it. He's about to join the SEC with Oklahoma. He knows that Oklahoma is not going to have the success in the SEC that they've had in the Big 12. I think they'd be really good. But were they going to win multiple conference championships in a row and be the favorite every year? No, that was not going to happen. So he goes to USC. He's got a ton of California recruits. And he's like, the Pac-12 stinks. I can reignite USC. I can own this conference at USC the way I did the Big 12 with Oklahoma. I'm going to get a $100 million contract. And, you know, there are more recruits in Southern California than there are in the Oklahoma City Metro. That's a fact. So I get that. But this also tells me that Lincoln Riley didn't want any part of the SEC move. He didn't. He did not believe that Oklahoma could compete at the level that it's been competing at in the SEC that it's been doing in the Big 12. And that's getting consistently to college football playoffs. That's winning conference championship after conference championship and being at that kind of a level. He did not believe he could do that at Oklahoma in the SEC. I'm sure he'd say otherwise. I'm sure he will eventually say otherwise. He's not a dumb guy. He's never going to say a bad thing about OU. But you don't make this move if you think you can go to the SEC and win national titles. You just don't do it. He saw a better path to the college football playoff at USC, and he's right about that, by the way. The Pac-12's got the best path to the college football playoff of anybody right now because the conference stinks. BYU, a future Big 12 member, just went 5-0 against the Pac-12 this season. BYU, give them, as our guy Cameron Brock wrote this week, hand a Pac-12 championship trophy to the BYU Cougars for crying out loud. I understand it, but it also is something I don't have to like. And at the same time, you think Oklahoma regrets this SEC move yet? I mean, that's the part of this as well that should not be overlooked. Did this all happen because Oklahoma joined the SEC, or at least in part because Oklahoma joined the SEC? Maybe Lincoln Riley was always going to go. Maybe none of this was going to matter. But is it possible that this happened because of OU's move to the SEC? There's something to be said, by the way, when the president of Oklahoma said, boy, I wish we had a little more lead time on this. Please spare me. I respect Oklahoma. I do. I've said that from day one when they announced they were leaving for the SEC. But there is no sympathy, zero sympathy, for anybody at the University of Oklahoma, anybody in the athletic department, that suddenly is like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe we were caught off guard. This is so unfair. Ah. Shut up. All right? You did the same thing to the Big 12. You told nobody about it. 
And any OU fan, frankly, crying about this, please spare me. I say this as a Big 12 fan that I will be rooting for Oklahoma in their bowl game, whoever they end up playing. And I'm rooting like hell for Bob Stoops. Because Bob Stoops embodies Oklahoma football. If you have not seen Bob Stoops and what this guy said to the media as he was fired up and introduced as the interim head coach, well, you are missing out. This guy was an absolute beast talking to the media. He made me want to put on my helmet and run through a brick wall for him. If you missed it, here's part of what Bob Stoops had to say. This job is going to attract the very best in the coaching world, and they're already lined up and calling. Calling Joe, hitting people the way they do. This is a real job. This is a great job, a great university with great leadership. And so all you fans, and again, player, parents, everyone, just understand, give it a little bit of time, and you're going to see this is just a little bump in the road. There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. Coach Switzer, myself, or Lincoln Riley. And what I told the players is they are the program. Give me that helmet. Strap it on. I'm running through a brick wall for Bob Stoops. I'm rooting for Bob Stoops. I really am. But still, I've got no sympathy for Oklahoma with what they're dealing with right now. No sympathy whatsoever. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com, and let me tell you about our friends at mybookie.com. We've got the Big 12 championship game. It's also conference championship weekend, NFL, then it's bowl games. Mybookie.com is doubling your deposit up to $1,000 right now with our promo code BIG12 at mybookie.com. People always say, Pete, what can we do to support you? Uh, Like, all of our content is free. I'm a big believer in that. Always have and always will be. But supporting our sponsors is how you can get involved and show your support for the show, show your support for what we do, because they're the ones who help us grow. You're the ones who then indirectly help us grow through them. And mybookie.com will double your money. No unlocking it, just doubling that money right out of the gates with our promo code BIG12. That is BIG12 to double it up to a one thousand dollar deposit go check them out at mybookie.com it's where i place all of my bets and uh we hope that you will as well because there is some great action coming up this weekend and uh, throughout the month of december now let's dive into what else is going on around this league right now you got brian kelly going to lsu so brian kelly leaving notre dame for lsu it looks like it's going to be 15 mil a year if not close to it unbelievable what does that mean for Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Matt Campbell going to look at Notre Dame. We had a report on the website this morning that Matt Campbell is interested in Notre Dame. Can you blame him? No, I do not blame him for being interested in Notre Dame. That's always one of those jobs that I thought Matt Campbell would have a lot of interest in. Notre Dame, Ohio State, and then maybe Penn State if it opened up. Those big jobs, and then, you know, I mean, if uh, those big jobs in Big Ten country, I believe, and I've always believed that Matt Campbell would be open to them. And now Notre Dame is open. Luke Fickle also apparently is on that short list, the Cincinnati head coach, a guy who I hope would be in the Big 12 when Cincinnati joined the Big 12 in a couple of years, but who the heck knows what's going to happen now. But I believe that right now uh, there should be some concern from Iowa State fans in terms of what exactly happens for their head coach and where exactly he goes, if he goes anywhere. 
I'm not sitting here and predicting Matt Campbell is going to go to the uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. But reports are he is interested in the job. And Jamie Pollard uh, had a conversation with the Iowa State um, radio network, the Cyclone Coaches Show that takes place every Monday. And, you know, he was talking about Matt Campbell and his future. And he talked about him as if it was like this this admission that Matt Campbell's not going to be here forever. And you can read about that. Cyclone Fanatics transcribed the whole thing. Uh, Jared Stansbury transcribed the whole thing over there. Um, we linked to a little bit of that as well on heartlandcollegesports.com. But he talked about Matt Campbell in this way as if to say, what this guy has done has been incredible here, but it's not up to me or anybody else to decide what's best for his family and his future. Here's the exact part of the quote from Jamie Pollard, the athletic director, um, here on Monday night. He said, quote, nothing's forever. That's what I always talk to Matt about. Who am I or anybody else to decide what's right for Matt Campbell and his family? That's his call and his call only. That was one thing that Jamie Pollard said. He also said, what Coach Campbell has to do, operate. we operate our lives personally and professionally in the public domain. Unless you've never done that, you have no earthly idea how challenging that is. I think for Coach Campbell, he's a very private person. He is who he is, but the rest of the world is trying to tell him that he shouldn't be who he is. That does not mean he'll never leave here. Something could come open. That's the right fit for the right reason. If that's what he wants to do, we should be ecstatic because he's delivered and then some at Iowa State. That is Jamie Pollard, the athletic director. That sounds like an AD that is kind of in the space. He's almost like preparing for a breakup is what it sounds like with Jamie Pollard. It sounds to me like, you know, you've been in this position. If you're a guy and you think your girlfriend's about to dump you, you start saying to them, you start laying the foundation like, ah, you know, we're not getting along great. Eh, it's not really working. Eh, it's just not working out right now. Eh, you know, we're not seeing eye to eye these days. Eh, she stinks anyway. You know how the conversation goes. You're setting yourself up for the breakup. And that's a little bit of what it sounds like is going on here with Jamie Pollard. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm not. But it just sounds to me like somebody who's at least wanting to plant that seed in the back of the minds of Iowa State fans. Some who are convinced that Matt Campbell's never going to leave. And listen, he's turned down NFL jobs. He's turned down college jobs. But Matt Campbell is very self-aware. And he always, I believe, knew there was a short list. And Notre Dame is on that short list. The question is, does he get it? You know, there's a lot of talk about Notre Dame trying to hire uh, their own defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman. But apparently Brian Kelly is willing to bring Marcus Freeman, wants to bring him to LSU and make him the highest paid assistant coach in America. Then is Luca Fickle getting a call? Is Matt Campbell getting a call? We'll see. But it does look like a guy who is being spared from all of this is Dave Aranda at Baylor. Not saying that Dave Aranda's at Baylor forever, but considering how all the dominoes fell here over the last uh, few weeks, not even few weeks, few days, it's great that Baylor's able to hang on to Dave Aranda. And someone else who should be pretty happy about how things played out. TCU should be pretty damn happy that it got Sonny Dykes. Texas Tech has got to be thrilled with Joey McGuire. And then if you want to go back to last year, 
Kansas and Lance Leipold. Not saying Lance Leipold was getting one of these jobs, but with the way Kansas played to end the season, with where that program is right now, I, I, like you got to feel great about having Lance Leipold if you're a Kansas fan. You do. And you know who else has got to learn something from this crazy coaching cycle? West Virginia. I, I know you're not thrilled with what Neil Brown has done thus far, but can we all sit here and at least agree that when it comes to what is in the best interest of building a program over the long term, there's got to be at least another year or two to make sure the trajectory is where we want it to be. Where was West Virginia going to go right now in this coaching cycle? Come on, coaching carousel. There there was nowhere that West Virginia was going to go that was going to be better than Neil Brown. So sometimes patience pays off. All right? It pays off. And also, if you're an Oklahoma State fan, boy, you have got to be loving life right now. Prepping for a Big 12 title, seeing your in-state rivals who stabbed you in the back and stabbed the conference in the back, dealing with what they're dealing with. Uh, Oklahoma State fans have got to be on cloud nine right now. So we'll do more shows this week as this whole story plays out. It's just going to be one of those wild, wild weeks to follow. And yes, there's still football to be played with a Big 12 championship game this weekend. Please check us out. Hit that subscribe button on the podcast. Leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Heartland College Sports koozie. All right? How do you get a koozie? You leave me a rating and review, and you send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we get the koozie right in the mail for you guys. I've got a new batch. We're sending them out. And don't forget about our friends at mybookie.com, where with the promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, you double your deposit up to $1,000. We appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Stay tuned here to the show and the website because the news cycle is bonkers, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.